Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It is Carricker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Dave Matter has been doing a fantastic job of covering Mizzou sports for years with the Post-Dispatch and STLToday.com, before that with the Columbia, Columbia Tribune. And so he's seen a lot from Mizzou football over the years. And Dave is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Dave, it's always good to talk to you. How are you doing? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, love your piece at stltoday.com about the recruiting job that Eli Drinkwitz is doing right now. And I want to start with this because you mentioned that it it could be the busiest recruiting month in modern college football history. For Mizzou, are, are they right now at the top of their game ever in terms of recruiting? If not the best ever, they're they're right there. You know, it, it does remind me a little bit of you know when when Gary Pinkle first got to Missouri, he got a little bit of a bump, the new guy bump, especially in the St. Louis area, and they, and they really cleaned up around the state. They did that again a couple years later, and we're getting all the high profile players in in not just St. Louis but Columbia, Kansas City, um, you know, across the the border in in East St. Louis or across the Kansas border the players over there. It, it reminds me of that, but, but maybe on a little bit different scale because there's so much more, I think, scrutiny and attention because we've had this dead period for so long, and now they're trying to cram everything basically into this month of June of doing all these visits and, and hosting you know, players on campus. Um, it's, it's just kind of a wild time, and I think they're, this staff is really capitalizing on it and, and have just been relentless in trying to get guys on campus, meet people for the first time, um, and, and then hopefully, you know, for their sake, produce results. What's allowing them to be so persistent and successful? Because they're they're not only just acquiring talent, they're flipping players and convincing them that Mizzou is the place to be and the place that they'll win. So what's allowing Eli Drinkwitz to do that? I, I think it starts at the top. I mean, he's a guy with a lot of energy and charisma. I know you, when, when you guys have him on your show, you can you can tell that. Um, you know, right from the start. And that's just who he is. I think he's a natural at recruiting. He knows how important it is. You know, he's been at big time SEC programs before when he was at Auburn and he saw, you know, up close, uh, you know, how they were able to translate recruiting into a national championship back when he was just a young pup on that staff. Um, so he gets it. And yeah, I think he surrounded himself with, with assistant coaches who get it as well. And they have that charisma and that energy. And, and really they have a great, sales pitch right now they've got a lot to sell they've got um 
outstanding facilities. The the brand new, it still feels new. It's only barely two years old, the South End Zone Complex. They've got this new practice facility that's not completed yet, but it will be done at the end of the 2022 season, um, which is going to be a real asset for them. I, I think what they did on the field last year uh, is something you can really sell. Hey, you, you, had, a, you had inherited a 10-game only SEC schedule, held your head above water for the most part, went five and five and showed some real progress. And offensively he's got an exciting offense i think that you can you can sell and that you can tell players hey this is this is this will be good for you this kind of system but also um it's a system that needs some playmakers so if you want to play right away you want to be part of this come on board so i I think he's just got a lot going for him right now and uh, i think that's helped create sort of this energy and this momentum Dave Matter of the Post-Dispatch and STLToday.com with us on 101 ESPN. Dave, another thing that Eli has done is rather than uh, say, woe is me about having so many players enter the transfer portal, he's embraced the transfer portal. And granted, he's lost some guys, but he's also really helped his team for 2021 with the transfer portal, hasn't he? Yeah, I think there's been a net gain there. Yeah, Missouri has lost a lot of guys going back to last fall that entered the portal but that's that's really to be expected uh when you have a, a coaching transition you know I, I think most of those guys probably wouldn't have played for this team this year unless they absolutely had to um you, they lost a few key players or, or some former starters um that won't necessarily be really easy to replace but i think again i think it's a net gain as far as what they brought in if you include mookie cooper there the freshman from Ohio State, who was all over the field in spring football, and I think will have a pretty good role on the team this year. Um, They just added a a starting cornerback, uh, Caleb Evans, who has been uh, in and out of the starting lineup at University of Tulsa, a good American Athletic Conference team for the last four years. So he's a veteran, a plug-and-play type player. Um, You know, they added a linebacker uh, back in in the winter who will be, I think he's on campus now, and uh, can play this year from Rice and Blaze Aldridge. So they're, they're they're really addressing their needs via the transfer portal, finding guys that they can bring on campus and plug in right away. And that's what the smart teams, that's how they're approaching the portal. Um, they, they, like you said, you're going to lose players. It's inevitable. Everybody is going to, because the, the easy access players have to leave. And, and that's great for the players, but it's also that door swings both ways. You can go out and get players too. So mm-hmm. I think they've, I think they've done a nice job of that. So I'm sure, Dave, a lot of Mizzou fans listening to this are going to ask themselves, okay, but what about success on the field? When is this going to translate into Mizzou being the program that we want them to be? Obviously, last year, Eli Drinkwitz exceeding expectations. He's hot on the recruiting trail right now. But what are real realistic expectations for this Mizzou program this season? Yeah, that's a great question because you can talk about all the good stuff and the momentum and all that in the offseason. But once you kick off, then it's time to win some games. And, you know, I, I don't think people will be thrilled with another just 500 record, especially because now you throw in non-conference games and it's going to be a more realistic uh, type schedule for for the regular season. But that said, I think it's a I think it's about as favorable of a SEC schedule as you can have. Um, you know, the non-conference, you've got one test out at Boston College. Uh, you got a, a week two big test at Kentucky, um, but other than that, I, I think it is pretty manageable. I think Missouri is will be the pick third in the SEC East behind Florida and or, or Georgia and Florida. Um, but from there, I, I really think you've got a lot of winnable games. Not maybe some toss up games. Missouri won a lot of close games last year. I think sometimes people forget that, um, and and those games could have swung either way on one or two plays. Um, but I, I think. 
a full year, a full off season with his offense, able to put things in with a new defensive staff, a new defensive system. I, I think they can be super competitive this year. I, I don't think there's any reason to expect this team can't win eight games, maybe nine, um, starting to close that gap on the, on the other best teams in this division and, and playing a nice bowl game. Dave, nine and a half years ago, Gary Pinkle and his staff were able to convince Doriel Green Beckham to come to Mizzou. He was the number one receiver in the country, and instead of going to Arkansas, he decided that he was going to go to Mizzou. Now, Mizzou is on this side of the state, once again, the number one receiver in the country as rated by rivals. Luther Burden has already committed to Oklahoma. What are Mizzou's chances of being able to flip him? I think they've got a shot. Now, there's going to be really strong, fierce competition. You know, Luther has already set up other visits around the country. He, yes, he is committed to Oklahoma, um, but, you know, he's still looking other places. He was at Missouri a couple of weeks ago. He's going to be back later this month. He was just at Ole Miss. You know, he's going to go see Alabama. He's going to go see Georgia. Uh, I believe he's going to see uh, Indiana. He's going to see Florida. So he's the people that follow the recruiting stuff on a, on a day by day, hour by hour basis, believe that this will go down to the wire, but feel good about Missouri's chances. But Drinkwitz is the only coach in America that can sell proximity to him and his family and say, Hey, um, everywhere else you're going to have to get on a plane or have a really long drive to go see him play. Uh, not at Mizzou. You're, you're less than two hours away. Um, you know, you're, you're right there. You can be the number one receiver the day you step on campus you can be a star because you come from the from the the home state or right from the backyard there. Whereas you go to Alabama or Ohio State or Georgia or Oklahoma, yeah, you can still be a star. You can make it in the NFL, but but it's different because you're you're in, you're a bit of an outsider. So that's the sales pitch. It's the same thing that Gary Pinkle used for the best in-state recruits uh, when he was able to get them, whether that's DGB or Blaine Gabbert or Sheldon Richardson. This guy is of that caliber, five-star guy. And, and I, I do think Missouri will be in this for a while. I don't think he's going to make any kind of quick decisions on, on where he's going to end up. Speaking of Blaine Gabbert, Dave, Mizzou always has intriguing quarterback um, guys in, the, in their program. So I want to talk about Connor Bazelak really quickly. What are your thoughts about him heading into the 2021 season? I, I really like what he did last year. Uh, now, his numbers were, were good in some areas, really high completion percentage, had a couple big yard games, didn't throw many touchdowns. I, I think that was more a reflection of the offense um, Eli has said it numerous times this offseason. He was more conservative. He wanted to control the clock, um, you know, lean on the veteran running back like Larry Roundtree. Didn't feel really great putting the ball in the air a lot of times. Some of that was they just didn't have great receivers. They didn't have elite guys. Um, but I think this year they'll open it up a little bit more. And I think he's he's perfectly suited for this role because he's he's so poised. He's smart. The blood pressure doesn't get too high. Um, you know, I, I, I just think he has got a lot of really good traits. Everybody wants to get excited for the future. You've got Tyler Macon on the roster from East St. Louis. They've got a commitment from four-star quarterback from Georgia, Sam Horn. But I, I don't think Connor Bates is going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, he, he's still eligibility-wise is just a redshirt freshman this fall um, because of the, 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 the extra year that everybody got. So I, I think he's got a ton of potential. I think he can be one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC and I, I just really like his demeanor. I mean, the guy doesn't you, – you wouldn't know, you know, the old cliche, but you wouldn't know if you're winning by three touchdowns or you're down by three just when you watch him play. 
And he gets it. For a young guy, I think he's got a lot of those qualities you look for. Dave, Eli got mad at me when I said, you know, he could be the guy, the quarterback that every year comes out of nowhere that the NFL falls in love with. You could have a freshman go to the NFL. And Eli said, don't you put that evil on us. (laughs) Uh, But that's just the way he is. But it's a weird situation to have a third-year freshman. Totally unprecedented situation, I would guess. It is, because you got a combination of rules. They passed that rule a couple years ago where if you – if you play four games or less, that year doesn't count. Well, he played, I think, two games his true freshman year. So he comes back the next year, and he's still a freshman. And then, obviously, with the extra year, you know, even though he played every game last year, um, started nine of them or eight of them, you know, it, it didn't count. So he's he's a junior in college wise. He may be, you know, I think he's twenty years old. Um, you know, he's been around for the program, the Eli program, as long as anybody, uh, and he actually knows him probably probably has known him more longer than anybody on the team because Drinkwitz recruited him to NC state when he was, uh, you know, when he, when he was the offensive coordinator there. So again, I think he's got a lot going for him. I, I, I think he's got a chance to be, have a really good, um, you know, third year in the program. Dave matter. Always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the great information and the great work you do at the post dispatch and stltoday.com. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. Dave Matter with us on 101 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.